Hey Greg, I was thinking about you the other day. Um, uh, I've just knocked down a. <laughs> just knocked, I've just I've just knocked down a wall in my house, right? And um, uh, and this goes back to the analogy we were talking about yesterday, right? And uh, and 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 there's a bit of the wall I couldn't quite knock down, and and I was thinking, what could I do about that? Like, you know, I could I could put a bit of board over the top of it, or I could. And everyone keeps tripping over this little bit of wall, right? And I guess I'm thinking about you know all of the ways that I could sort of make it you know easier so people could see it and other things I could do to work around it and then I started thinking why is that even there anyway like what what is this little book bit of walls is it why don't I just fix that and then I'll fix the problem rather than dressing it up and putting all these barriers that will tape on it on I was thinking that's the same as your fuse board analogy I it didn't strike me to figure out what on earth that wall was existed for in the first place I was more right. interested in trying to figure out ways of cover it up or make it like make it visible and I was thinking that's just not fixing the problem. It's the same as your fuse board analogy. I was just, why, why would you smash? I presume this is a, a, a wall in the garden, not in your uh, No, no. It, 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 well, uh, fortunately, it's not a supporting wall. <laughs> I, was gonna... <laughs> I discovered that after I knocked it down, but yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad that you discovered it wasn't. <laughs> no, but just get, do your fuse yeah. board analogy again, because I really, I, 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 cause we'll do that again. I really like that one. Yeah, so it was, um, and I've, I've, I did that at a bunch of talks. It was, uh, so, and I'll tell you why I came up with this this analogy afterwards. So you, you've you've got the the fuse board, as you call it, the junction box, the, the fuse box, where you know the the main the main spot where the power comes into your house. You've got all your breakers uh, and fuses and whatnot. It it blows up. The whole thing just comprehensively blows up. So what do you do? You call an electrician. Uh, he comes in. He looks at it. Like, yep, it's toast. Rebuilds it for you, and he leaves. You pay him, and then he leaves. And then a week later, it blows up again. He comes back, looks at it, yeah, it's toast again, fixes it again, you pay him, and he leaves. A week later, same thing. And this time, he's like, you know what? Uh, I'll make it a bit, I'll beef it up, bigger model, thicker gauge wires, thicker fuses, breakers, all that. Costs a bit more, but, you know, you, you clearly need it. Uh, and so he installs that, and this time it lasts for a month, and then blows up. Comes back, upgrades it again and again, and, and this keeps happening. You know, it lasts two months, brings a bigger one. Lasts three months, brings a bigger one. Lasts six months. The next thing you know, you've got a junction box that's you know, size of a fifty-five inch TV, and on your kitchen wall, and it's okay. It it only blows up once every couple of years, and you get used to this. And then someone comes along and goes, who's not an electrician, and goes. How long has that water pipe up there been leaking onto your junction box? And this is the analogy I was trying to explain to someone who they were in you know, security, obviously. And I was saying, like, you really need to get involved in the root causes of things. And when so much of security, or rather sec SecOps, security operations, is issues caused by other issues further upstream, you know, poor asset management and patching, that kind of stuff, you have to go and get involved in those things. And um, and I had like a good response from someone like that a couple of weeks ago. Where it's like we do get we do engage. So you have to not get involved. You have to engage them, which I think is a better word for it. We do we engage through policy. And I'm like policy is just not good enough. It's just it's it's drawer stuffing. You have to actually go engage the business, talk to stakeholders, find out what's going on. Otherwise, you're never going to craft security that fits. And the example is, you know. No one, everyone's seen a, a leaky pipe, right? But no one's ever specified a leaky pipe. You know, they, they don't know that it's leaking because you haven't gone through it. You may be the electrician, but you're, you're, you may have to spec the pipe 
and make sure they build the pipe or even fix the pipe yourself to make sure that it's not leaking. Because they're, you know, their job is filling bathtubs, and as long as water's coming out the other end of the faucet, they're not even going to know that it's leaking a few drops in this room. So that, that's the analogy. And so, yeah. so much of that is, is just stuff that's upstream, and no one wants to get involved in it. And it's just, oh, it's extra work. It's, it's a little extra work. But it's, but it's, but it's not extra work. <clears throat> not when you look at the scheme of things. Well, that's the thing. Exactly. If you have the scope, I mean, mm. yeah, well, you're going to put a little bit of effort here, but it's going to save you 90% of your effort there. And, you know, you won't be chasing your tail all the time. And it's that constant hair on fire, soft alerts. You're looking at socks like tens, if not hundreds of millions of alerts a day with, you know, analysts and, and they're burning out and people are poaching them. You look at like analyst salaries going through the roof. Why, why are you doing this? Why aren't you addressing, you know, if you had architectural standards, really rock solid asset management, not just from a technical perspective, you know, a ping sweep is not asset management, okay? It's, it's got to be really, really good. It's got to be technical. It's got to be agent-based where every agent detects everything around it. And then you actually have to go and talk to the business, every single person in the org chart if you have to. But what do you do? Where do you sit? Where is that? What do you guys interact with? Because you're, you're going to find that you've got places where, you know, yeah, you had great asset management processes and great tech, but you didn't know about a department. You know, and, and therefore it wasn't happening there. Uh, and that's how they got in. And, um, you know, what was it we were talking about? Um, of, of, I won't mention who it was, but it was one of the, the last big five I always used that, that got breached. So VA, Marriott, um, Equifax, Capital One, and Travelex. One of those, I was, I was having beers. I think he had a too, too, too many beers. But one of the investigators after the breach, and he was saying at one point they got to a switch. and there was something on the switch they weren't aware of. And what that something was, was an entire company they had bought six years before. So absolutely no security controls that had been put in place there because the security team just didn't know about it. You know, it wasn't like, hey, I read in the papers we bought a company. Uh, we should be involved. No, they're just, you know, business as usual, which is, which is fine. But I think you, you need that kind of a bit of a servant leader altruism you, you want. To, to do those things for your, for your organization, to be insecure.